Okay, now we're going to hear a reading from God's Word. the right thing to do. Honor your father and mother. This is the first commandment with the promise. If you honor your father and mother, things will go well for you and you will have a long life on the earth. Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger by the way you treat them. Rather, bring them up with the discipline and instruction that comes from the Lord. This is the word of the Lord. Good job. I have a very short sermon today, you'll be glad to know. Let's begin with prayer. Father, please focus our minds and hearts onto your word now, onto your voice now, through your word. Thank you for our children. Thank you for the, uh, the gift they are. Thank you for the task, the responsibility of parenting. And would you lead us and guide us and empower us in your name, Jesus, amen. Raise your hand if you like Legos. All right, I see many kids and some adults out there as well. What I like about Legos, you can put your hands down now, is that no matter how complicated the the set looks, if you follow the instructions, it's not that hard. You know, you can put together a really big complicated set by just following the instructions page by page. If you just dumped out all the pieces and mixed them up and tried to build it without the instructions, what do you think would happen? You think it would work out? No. And in the Bible, we have instructions for how children should grow up well, how to turn out well, how to be, how to be a child who grows up to love God and follow Jesus. So let's look at these instructions for a few minutes. There's first some instructions to children and then to parents in this passage in Ephesians. So first, kids, your instructions in this passage are very simple. Do you remember what it said? It said, children, obey your parents because you belong to the Lord, for this is the right thing to do. Kids, is obeying your parents hard or easy? Sometimes it's easy to know what you should do and hard to do it, isn't it? It's hard to do. Sometimes you don't want to obey your parents. I remember as a kid fighting my parents about chores and about eating my vegetables and about bedtime and about TV and not wanting to follow their rules. And what I learned to do was to obey them when they were looking and disobey them when they were not looking. Do you think that's good? Do you think that was really obeying them? No. So kids, your job is to obey your parents. Even when you don't understand why, even when you don't want to, even when you think something's unfair, if you want to grow up well, obey your parents. And if you want to follow God, the best thing you can do now is obey your parents. And all the kids are so focused on me as this bird is flapping around above us. (laughs) I know the bird is interesting 
and more interesting than me. If you want to follow God, you can be the best Sunday school student ever, but if you don't obey your parents, you're not actually obeying God. So kids, obey your parents. Um, now parents, it's your turn. What does it say? The instructions for us also sound very simple, but actually they're hard to accomplish. Verse 4, fathers, do not provoke your children to anger by the way you treat them. Rather, bring them up with the discipline and instruction that comes from the Lord. Now, Paul uses the word fathers partly because the men were responsible for their households, but also it's a word that means fathers and mothers, parents. So he's talking to fathers and mothers here. Now, what does it mean to bring them up with the discipline and instruction of the Lord? Discipline and instruction is what all good parents do. You set good limits and you give consequences when those limits are broken. You use teaching opportunities to shape their minds and their hearts. You model appropriate behavior for them. You, you model your faith for them. You teach them life skills. You teach them right from wrong. All these things. Um, this is what all good parents should do, right? But as a Christian, there's a higher call attached to that. First of all, we should be careful with our power and our authority as parents. Paul writes, do not provoke your children to anger. In other words, don't embitter them. Don't make them resent you as a parent. Don't be harsh with them. We all know um, what kind of parenting tactics do that because oftentimes we slip into them. Yelling, shaming, Disciplining in anger, um, uh, emotional distance, physical abuse, being impossible to please. All these things that, that actually undermine what you're trying to do as a parent. So Paul says, don't do that. Um, don't do that. Don't give them reason to resent you. But second, um, the training and instruction which we give is not just... Um, you know, creating good citizens. It's teaching kids to follow Jesus. It's teaching them to follow Jesus. Um, if your goal is to just raise a good citizen, you don't need Jesus for that. But the goal of a Christian parent is to raise a kid who loves God and who follows Christ. And as parents, that is your responsibility. It starts at home. We are so grateful for our Sunday school, but if Sunday school is the main place or the only place they're getting that, it's not going to stick. It's not going to stick. Paul addresses parents because it's our job as parents <clears throat> to teach our kids to follow Christ. Sunday school teachers are kind of like assistant coaches. They're there to help out, to support, but you are the head coach. It's your responsibility. What you do at home with your kids is far more important than what they get one hour a week in church. It makes much a uh, bigger difference. So do you pray at home? Do you read the Bible at home? Do you talk about Jesus with your kids? Do you model Christ-like character? Now this is really hard. It's hard. Nobody has it figured out. 
But all God asks is that you give it your best try, and he will meet you. You can rely on him in the, pro- in the process. Now, I know there are a lot of factors that make this hard. Some of you parents are trying to do it solo because your spouse isn't supportive. Some of you were raised in homes that did not, you know, you had parents that did not teach you to follow Jesus. Uh, some of you feel insecure about your faith or your knowledge of the Bible or whatever. And in all these things, God understands and God gives grace. But just give it your best try. There are all kinds of stories of kids who are not raised in good homes or Christian homes and they still flourish in their faith. But these are the exceptions and not the rule. Right? And so if we have the instructions from God, let's follow them. Let's raise our children in the training and instruction of the Lord. I want to close with a, a visual illustration. Some of you are wondering why I had a bike wheel in church. Now, Paul did not write this letter to the Ephesians merely to give parenting advice. He wrote to talk about how Jesus is the main thing that the universe is all about. Jesus is at the center of God's plan for us. Jesus is at the center of the church. Jesus transforms lives. He, he's the main thing. And he should be the main thing in our homes and in our lives as parents. The problem is, in many households, um, something else is the main thing that life revolves around. Something else is the hub. Maybe it's sports or family or the kids themselves and everything they're doing. And the problem is that nothing but Jesus can really support and be that hub. You know, Jesus might be one of the spokes on the wheel, like church and school and sports and family and all these good things, but Jesus needs to be the center. Jesus needs to be the main thing. If Jesus is the main thing in your family, in your life, then you will be able to raise your kids in the training and instruction of the Lord. But if Jesus is just one of many things, one of many spokes in the wheel, it's not going to work. It's not going to work. Let Jesus be the center. Let Sunday school be a spoke. Let everything else you do as a family support and point to Jesus. And let him be the main thing. Let's pray. Father, give us wisdom. Give us grace. Give us help as parents as we undertake and and continue the, the challenging task, the awesome task of parenting our kids in the Lord. Thank you that we're not doing this alone. We have your spirit. We have each other. We have um, uh, people to support us. And Father, I pray for the children here that you would give them grace to learn to obey their parents and let that be a lesson in obeying God and setting them up for a life of uh, thriving in every way. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.